If you like what you're hearing on the phillytech.org netcast network, please consider supporting the network with a small monthly donation via patreon.com slash phillytechorg. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash p-h-i-l-l-y-t-e-c-h-o-r-g. And thank you in advance. You're listening to the Social Media Addicts Podcast on the phillytech.org netcast network. Sponsorship provided by Get Flywheel, optimized WordPress hosting at getflywheel.com, wistia.com at w-i-s-t-i-a.com, and Zoho Mail. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Social Media Addicts Podcast, episode 36, take four, I think it is. Well, technically, this is the second full take. You're right, it is the second full take. The first two were kind of half... half they were half takes. Half, they were half well, takes. tenth they takes. Were, they were the tentative takes, exactly. So, let's move on to the show. I'm Seth, that's Howard. Say hey. hi, Howard. Hi, Howard. I got, my, I got both monitors up here, so I'm getting used to having two monitors again. So, <laughs> my monitor came in the mail today. I was like, yes, two monitors. That's so anyhow, thing. help support the show and help support Seth's monitor habit by going to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Philly Tech Org. All one word, all one URL. Our sponsors this week are Wistia, Flywheel, and Zoho Mail. Be sure to check them out online. Go to our show notes and click on the link at the top of the show notes. And onward and upward. Onward and upward. Howard. Yeah. What happened to Reddit? They screwed up. What didn't happen to Reddit is one of the questions. Well, and this is an ongoing saga because even more things have been posted. But, you know, to kind of try to do a short digest version of what's happened to Reddit, well, mm. Reddit is having a I'm becoming a business and I'm trying to mature and trying to be like, you know, a real company thing. They're mm. having a problem with that. And uh, just a little bit. Just and part of that bit. problem is an HR problem, as in when our employees, um, you know, do things that we don't necessarily agree with, but maybe the community does. And so this is sort of as a response mm. to um, our uh, the person, Victoria, who is in charge of all of the Ask Me Anythings, working with the moderators to do these things and be kind of the liaison with that. Um, apparently her job was a lot more important than Reddit thought, and when an AMA didn't go as well as it necessarily it went, no, could, it went, it, no, it went sideways. It went pretty sideways, but that's with, actually, with, with Reverend Jesse Jackson. With Reverend Jesse Jackson. And regardless of how that went or what happened with that, it's pretty typical with the AMAs that, you know, something says, hey, this person's going to be here. So all the trolls show up. And maybe this was something where, like, we don't have an official word from either her or for the company as to why Victoria was uh, dismissed from her employment. Um, but it did happen a day after the AMA with Jesse Jackson. So one can kind so of, one can, you know, can deduce. assume, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to put that there. Let's just put yeah. it this way. She left. And what that did was it put all of the um, volunteer moderators for all of these different reddits in an uncomfortable place where they no longer had what they felt was support from Reddit. And they also felt like, look, Victoria is awesome. She's always been there for us. So whatever happened, you got to figure out how to get her back. And, they all protested, and Reddit effectively went dark. 
by sure. all yeah, of everyone these. turned everything everyone yeah. all the moderators that were involved turned their subreddits private Correct. I mean that meaning that if you were in that subreddit you still saw it but you couldn't see it if you were outside right. looking in and lots and, of people go to reddit and they're not signed in they use reddit like a front page for the internet they use it as hey here's all this stuff that's going on we want to see what's popular if you're not signed in and it's not a public Reddit, you just or not a public subreddit, you don't see it, and that's kind of what happened. And so more than half of Reddit, Reddit was yeah. a ghost town from the public's concern. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there have been some issues. There's been some things. A new apology came out that when you read it, it's not mo so much of an apology and more of a restatement Excuse, of yeah. we're growing up and we didn't do everything right, but you know, there we go. We're learning. So this is kind of this ongoing story as to what's happening. Um, but again, Reddit's trying to become a business. And in the last year, it's only made about $8 million as a business. And for the number of users who use it and the number of page views that they get, um, that's, that's ridiculous. That's it's ridiculous. really Absolutely not ridiculous. a good business. And um, so I kind of want to go to our next story, which is they came close to decentralizing themselves. Um, last year, back before Ellen Powell became the, the CEO. Correct. That was the last guy. And, um, yeah, I mean, decentralization, you know, a lot of people think Twitter should be decentralized. That um, The whole idea of decentralized is everyone, you know, people can have their own node. Almost like WordPress.com and WordPress.org. Correct. WordPress.com is the company parent company for WordPress.org. It's, you know, you pay to be on there, you pay for additional features, it's hosted by Word Automatic, which is the parent company of WordPress.com. But in this open source version, where it can be hosted on your site, federated to you, you can still tie in with the WordPress.com if it needs to, but there's two different flavors. And Reddit could have done this. They could have had their corporate Reddit, you know, where here's the stuff that's owned by corporate, and then here's all these little franchises out there. Right. And what's interesting is when you think about how you can federate these things or how it can become a service, think about how mail servers run. There are lots of people who have different mail servers and different features, but all these different mail servers have a standard protocol, and they interoperate so that I can send a message, whether it's through Gmail or Zoho Mail or Hotmail or whatever service I'm using for my email, I know that when I send that email, it's going to go to another email server somewhere that might be a totally different system, but it will at least work. So all of these mm -hmm. different nodes, these email nodes, connect together. And so the thought being, if we can do that with something like Twitter or we do that with something like Reddit, how do we take this service that's not really a business, it's more of a, this is the way we communicate. And I think that's the problem that Twitter, and I'll, you know, this is not about Twitter being a business, no. but I think this is one of the problems that Twitter has in becoming mm -hmm. a business is that people don't want to use Twitter to get ads. They want to use Twitter as a means of communication. Your heavy Twitter users are not people who, uh, for lack of a better term, spend all of their time looking at the newsfeed. They act and respond and tweet and talk about things and comment on other tweets. There's a lot of back and forth. It is mm -hmm. very much a and it's, and, and it's the same thing with Reddit. Is that exactly. Reddit is trying to find itself. Reddit has these these core people that literally will pay for Reddit so they, to, they don't see ads. Yes. And I've, I paid for Reddit so I don't see ads and then I get a little extra features here and there. But like, it was like 10 bucks, whatever. You know, I paid for it. And um, I don't know how to cancel it now, honestly. I can't figure out how to cancel it. But I'll keep it, whatever. But the whole idea of Reddit and Twitter and all these other you know platforms out there, 
is that if federation might be a good idea, federation might be a bad idea. It depends on the, on the platform. Well, and, the, and all in all, Reddit came close to becoming decentralized last year. And the, the thing to add to that is mm-hmm. by decentralizing, it's not that you completely get rid of the business. So, for example, Sugar CRM is a is an event. It's an example of Sugar CRM works because they have the main project that they support and they have services where they can support businesses who want to pay for this but the software is still given out as an open source source project the same thing Mm -hmm. with wordpress and you can make a business out of it and someone needs to go in and figure out how do they make the professional services of the front page of the internet different than a platform or a a mechanism Mm -hmm. for communities to share ideas and vote things up and down and comment Absolutely. on it. Mm-hmm. And I think if they figure that out, they'll solve the problem that Dig had, where Dig couldn't figure out how to solve this problem. And Reddit's having that same problem. So are, is Reddit going to succeed? I don't know, but it's going to get weirder from now over the next few months, few years, to see what they do. And you know, it's ripe for someone to come in and make that decision for them. Just like you know, Reddit and Dig started at around the same time. It mm-hmm. just happened to be Dig was prettier and Dig was the blessed one, and then when Dig and, and also it was founded by Kevin Rose, right. who was exactly. on tech, who was on Tech TV, and was more already a celebrity because he was right. a dark tipper and right. all that stuff. Where they looked so him and was just some poor guy and a you know college student in a dorm room eating ramen. Right now it's kind of, now you know Kevin Rose is moving to New York. You know, doing his own thing. Yep. You know, Alexis Ohanian's a big hotshot now. You know, big proponent of the internet and free speech. And you know, look, Dig died. Dig reincarnated as a news blog of some sort. But you know, yeah, but it's a but, also but Reddit's out there. Yeah, yeah, it's also ran now. You know, they switch and Reddit's now the place to go for all kinds of things. Some things rather bad, but you, you can find it all on Reddit. So you can find it all on Tumblr too. Yes. So. So, you know, that's, Tumblr might become the next Reddit for smut. Exactly. So. so, again, that's the kind of thing where we'll see where this goes. Um, well, we'll keep on looking at it and watching it from afar. And what's interesting is, you know, as a professional who, you know, I work with clients on how do they do their internet marketing? How do they move these things around? What things should they choose? Yeah. You know, I get asked all the time, what should we be doing with Reddit? And there's a part of me that's saying, you know what? Nothing. Right now, you know, maybe you, you use it because you like seeing the stories, but from a marketing standpoint, Stay away. I've told you know, all my clients to stay, stay away. away. From yeah. You know, it, you don't want to get yourself wrapped up in what may or may not happen there. Exactly. What is happening is Discovery and Meerkat are partnering up for Shark Week. So a lot of people know about Shark Week is you know Discovery Channel's big push to talk all about sharks for a whole week. You know, and kind of bring delay. You know, the different varieties of sharks and how they're special. They're not just man eaters. And now they're going to bring in Meerkat to kind of do some live streaming things with yes. things with Discovery. I think it's neat that Discovery is being a little forward-thinking and saying, hey, let's try Meerkat out. Let's see if it works. I think it's kind of neat that Meerkat got the deal, not Periscope, but um, which is Twitter's you know, um, ephemeral marketing app. But I also kind of wonder, what's Discovery going to really do with Meerkat? Maybe they're going to record them and save them in package them later as well. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they're going to do a meerkat with a shark. What do you think, Howard? I don't know. This is, um, I don't, this is one of those things where someone did a business deal in order to get meerkat some more attention and use Shark Week as an excuse to get some attention. So, great business deal. Um, is it going to work? I'm sure there's going to be lots of people who are going to say, oh, I have to get this app 
to find some interesting content about Shark Week because I'm really into it, great. Are they then going to become Meerkat users? I don't know. That's you know, the, <laughs> history, just a chance, yeah, yeah. the history of those things is if Meerkat is poised to deliver lots of other stuff other than Shark Week during their time where they're going to get some attention, then that's great. And it's almost like I hope something interesting happens on Meerkat during Shark Week so that it's not just one thing and then, well, there was nothing else there. Maybe there will be something, but you can't predict that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll, we'll see. Um, like Reddit, we'll wait and see. Exactly. So what we're not going to wait and see is is Wistia, our first sponsor. Bad segue, I apologize. Exactly. And what, but what Wistia, is, about Wistia Wistia is a video hosting and analytics platform, and it helps businesses get more out of their online video uh, efforts. We use Wistia here at phillytech.org. We love them. It is a much more professional option than just using something like YouTube. And the data that Wistia provides really helps us understand how people consume the content that we make. And um, Wistia also has a ton of great resources on their site. These are free resources for the community. It helps you get more out of the vi- out of video, better production, tutorials on lighting, video editing, uh, microphones, all kinds of things to make your stuff better, and a great community that helps you improve. Um, they also have a free version of their service that holds up to 50 videos. So we want you to check them out, give them a shot, um, go to the link in our show notes about Wistia. It is a great product. The resources are wonderful. They have a great bunch of people. And if you go click on the link in our show notes, that lets them know that you are supporting us by supporting them and checking them out. So go check out Wistia and uh, back to the stories. Yes. Yeah, so everyone who knows me knows I'm a shutterbug, knows that I like to take pictures of stuff and pictures, mostly pictures of my kid and scenery and whatnot. And most people who know Howard know that he's a bit more of a shutterbug, but he's a shutterbug that takes photography quite seriously. I've he's, taken a picture or two in my Yeah, time. but his stuff is freaking amazing. Well, anyhow, Howard, you use Instagram here and there, right? I do. I use Instagram. If you follow me, I'm Philly Codehound on Instagram, and you're H. Yermish, right? I am H. Yermish pretty much wherever I show up. Unless you're not, and then you're usually saying go over to H. Yermish. So. Correct. <laughs> exactly. Um, so Instagram now stores high resolution versions, high res versions of photos. As of right now, when you view it, you're going to see nothing different. But I think we but we discussed in take three that no one's going to see or hear because they didn't record the video, the audio. That it's pretty much a, a future proof as phones get bigger and, and the screens get better and the more detail can come out. They'll be able to go up to 1080 by 1080, still a square. By a lot more pixels per inch. So, well, what and do you this think, is Howard? one of the things that um, you know naturally with things like Retina displays, the native looking at the picture on the phone, it only has to have enough resolution to show on those devices. So there are two things that come to mind. One is the screens. The resolution is getting deeper than the pixels that they're showing. At the current resolution, which I think is 640 by 640. Or 650, uh, yes. Yeah, 650, yeah. something. But that, at that square, there are phones that's width, as in the when they're held up uh, this way, that the width there on the screen is larger than Instagram. So what will happen is those pictures will start to look kind of bad. So if this raise of resolution in terms of what they're going to show and display mm-hmm. is that uh, 1080 wide resolution, that's kind of giving them some extra time for those displays to go on there. What I would actually really, really love is if they bump it all the way up to about t- uh, 2,000 pixels 
And then they allow you to zoom because on the mobile phone, sometimes those pictures, there's some really interesting things and the photographer took a great subject. It would be awesome to be able to just, you know, pinch and zoom on the photo, really see different mm -hmm. things. Growing the I also think that could be the next regramming feature. So if you think about how does a service like Instagram, um, how do they evolve over time without changing the community? And one mm -hmm. of the things, there's a great community of people that will uh, effectively retweet, but they regram posts. So they capture the post and then they repurpose it and they could use a third party app to do it. But if you could zoom in and out on a phone, on a photo and use that as a, almost like a, like from an art standpoint, kind of like mashing up different photos together and doing different things in terms of the layouts, I'm going to bring in different things and, you know, to really spread some uh, photo creativity, I think mm -hmm. that would be really kind of awesome. Now, there are certain things that they would have to do with their terms of service. Like for example, when you post a photo in Instagram, other people are going to see it and they might remix it. And that mm -hmm. might be one of the reasons why they don't Creative comments or something right. like that. So yeah. You're putting it up there with a, effectively a creative commons license. So if you don't want that ability, maybe you have to hit a checkbox that says, don't let anyone um, remix this. As far as I'm concerned, I'm, I, if I put it on Instagram, I'm, I don't, I'm not, you want people, to, I want people to see it. I, so if your purpose is, I don't want people remixing my photos, then don't put it on Instagram, dude. That's like the wrong venue. So maybe this is the start of an innovative process. If they, uh, let's just put it this way. I haven't heard any rumors about them trying to do something like this. I just think if I was at the helm of Instagram and I wanted to like come out with a new feature that my audience would really appreciate, the remixing of photos would be my first instinct Absolutely. and i'd love to see yeah. that uh get and there. That'd be fun. it'd be fun i mean they have the new layout app which is exactly you know, which that's is, i think where, stinks well i don't think it's that good it's you know i don't think horizontal, it's horizontal, 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 but yeah but if you think about well if i can do that layout app but i also have the um the stabilization app now i'm totally forgetting its name oh uh, yeah hyper hyper hyperlapse, it, no, hyperlapse, hyperlapse. Yeah. so if you could start building in some of these tools that are making giving people creative tools and the ability to remix is a video and a photo together. Yeah, exactly. Video photo together. It can almost be like a conversation where you can have someone's photo and then you can remix that photo in yours in a using a layout, but then use a hyper like you could do like people could get very, very creative with it. Oh, people will. And they will. And that's the kind of thing where that gets people on your platform all the time, seeing different things, following mm -hmm. different people. So, um, now if they could give us a link, that would be great. Yeah, exactly. You know, link yeah. the comments, please. Exactly. You know, but that eh, might happen at some point. But um, it could be a no follow for all we care. Just link the comments. Yes. Anyhow, um, you can also now sign up for Facebook Messenger without a Facebook account, which I think is absolutely brilliant. Yes. Because people don't always want to be in the Facebook ecosystem, but they might get in touch with somebody who is in the Facebook ecosystem. It's tied to your phone number. It's clearly using their technology from WhatsApp. WhatsApp, yeah, it's WhatsApp that they bought for well, a crap ton of money. And the Instagram, full disclosure, Instagram is also owned by Facebook that as well. True. But, you know, Facebook Messenger, I feel, is jiving off of WhatsApp and using it by the phone number. And I think it's a great feature because I, I really like Facebook's Messenger. I use it all the time. And it also kind of explains why they're putting apps in Messenger. Because now yes. it's a whole other social network in right. Messenger. And again, you know, for me, 
the thing that's great about Facebook Messenger is it lets people say, I'm going to be part of this universe where most of the internet is, well, not most, but many, uh, it's, a, it's, it's got a lot uh, of saturation. 1.2 billion yeah. people. It's a people. portion of the, of, of the world is in Facebook. Yes. And if someone says, hey, I don't really want to be on Facebook, but I'm not shut out of the circle. And what was interesting was um, I was at an archery uh, practice for my daughter. It was one of these parent things where all the parents are sitting around and all the kids are up there uh, shooting. And we have a private Facebook group for the parents of the kids in that because we all take pictures and we want to be able to post it. But, you know, some of the kids are younger and some of the parents are like, well, look, Howard, you're a photographer, but I don't really feel con like you can post your own daughter's images, but this is my kid and maybe I don't want you posting that. So we have a private group. We post our photos there, and it's so we can see each other's pictures, but not broadcast. And, and then make, and then if they want to broadcast, it, they can broadcast. I like that idea. I exactly. Actually, I'm actually going to steal that idea from my family. I stole it from other people. It's a really good way to do it, and it's also because it's a group. You can let people in who you want, and it's invite only. So you're not getting the riffraff. You're not worried about spamming. The group is being used for the group. Well, it would. There's there's one of the parents who says, "Oh, I don't do Facebook." So now. He doesn't have any access to this group. So all the other parents, like, they're loving the group. And he doesn't have access. So maybe what we do is he gets a Facebook Messenger account so that we can at least send him the things that have his kid's picture in it. Yeah. But we don't have to come up with a whole other platform for him, but at least we can let him know. And uh, maybe he'll go, oh, you know what? I don't have to use Facebook other than I'll be part of this group so I'll know what's going on for archery. Because the coach posts all the stuff there. Here's like, this is what time practice is. Make sure you bring this. Do all these different things. And I don't want to have to make him have to like try to post it to 10 different things. Mm -hmm. um, everybody's in the group except for one person. And that's the like, come on, get on board. And maybe no, it's also, but also way towards it. Exactly, but you also can't also necessarily blame him for that one being part of Facebook because Facebook is not, in, in essence, not evil per se, even right. which we'll talk a little bit later about Zuckerberg. Right. Um, but anyhow, anyhow, Slack, another great, another great group, Esket, that can speak, another great group messaging tool, and now has 1.1 million daily active users, 300,000 of them are paid, and 25 million in avenue annual revenue, reoccurring revenue, which is the key word. I can't right. speak today. I apologize. Um, in, this, in short, yeah, I they're love... making three times as much money as Reddit. Exactly. And not only that, there's a lot of these, I've actually discovered there's a lot of um, Slack groups out there that of, of slackers, for lack of a better word, um, that just use the free version and have these chat groups in there. There's you know online geniuses. There's Startup study group. There's you know all these great UX groups and stuff like that. There's a podcasters group that I'm part of. I'm gonna get Howard into that one. Oh, cool. Thank you. Um, it, it's a it's a great you know community. I mean, Philly Tech has its own Slack group that no one uses. You know, there's a technically Philly group. There's you know a bunch of groups out there. And then you know right. I'm part of a startup. We use it for the we use it for the startup as well. So. <laughs> So it's great, you know, it's a great revenue, great, not revenue, great avenue for, I can't speak today, a great avenue for finding, using resources, talking, sharing ideas, and maybe maybe that father would like to be part of a Slack group instead. Yeah, well, what's interesting is um, I really feel like that what's great about Slack is it's kind of evolving project management or it's evolving mm -hmm. team communications, it's evolving group communications. Mm -hmm. It's the next natural or next natural thing. Uh, it's been a long day already. And we're both struggling here. 
But uh, the thing that I think would, is uh, really quite cool is it kind of says, hey, look, there's all these different slacks. They can interoperate. So you don't have to, like, have different credentials. You can have your own. These are This is my, you know, different things. I operate this one here, this one here that all sort of ties together. Um, it's on every platform. It's web-based. This is – I'm very curious to see how this goes because unlike – what we were talking about earlier with Reddit, Slack acts more like a protocol. It is a protocol, pretty then, much. Then the idea is this acts like advanced IRC, Internet Relay Chat, it, 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 like the next iteration of it. And the fact that there's a commercial entity backing it, but it's acting like, hey, you're running your own Slack. You're doing these things. And, you know, if you need a paid version, here's what you have to do. Otherwise, here's this. I can totally see them saying, well we're going to let you have a Slack server. So if a company wants to get a Slack server, well, you can get the premium version that includes all the support and so on and so forth, or the open source version. That's I would totally, totally I would run a Slack server yeah. in a heartbeat. Exactly. So that you could but say, that, well, Yeah, but I think, that's, I, I think that I've actually heard them talking, not heard them personally, but, right. but there, there is a buzz about them doing Slack servers. But that's something where when you think about the challenges that Reddit is going through, Imagine if they had the same process that Slack is thinking. How do we expand Slack so that it becomes a protocol for the internet, so that everybody uses it because that's how you do team collaboration? Mm -hmm. That's a big business, even if 90% of your users are running it for free on their own servers. Mm -hmm. The fact that there will be premium customers who need premium support and industries will grow up. The same way you know, WordPress has developers and those WordPress developers well, sometimes you need support and you need to pay someone in a big way to get that to get the help that you need. Otherwise, you could just use the open source piece. That's sort of the how does open source stay supported but get a commercial backing without, you know, losing it. WordPress.org did their thing. It looks like if Slack keeps going down the path that it's going, it can be another like Work. here yeah. is how we can do this. Um, these are great ideas. This is kind of how new technology works. So um, Absolutely. Let's not take the hey, we in order to make money, we sell eyeballs and buy and people buy ads. That's uh Exactly. That's a really in my opinion, that's a really 1995 version of the internet. Absolutely. Oh, by the way, did you know you can view Periscope videos on the web? That's pretty great. It's about time. Yeah. Um I was saying this yesterday and I'll kind of jump to this so uh, just in the interest of time. Yeah. The I've always felt like you may do something that works great for your mobile platform. But you shouldn't ever do it to exclude other platforms. Mm -hmm. I think that it doesn't hurt you to include other platforms. It might not be perfect for it, and the interface might feel a little clunky and like, oh, this really would work better on mobile. But if I want to send someone a, a link to a Periscope video that someone has said, hey, you can watch this for the next 24 hours, right now it's pain in the neck. Mm -hmm. It is something that I have to do it on mobile until now where I can view it on the web. I can say, here is this thing. I can email someone a link, check this out. I can I can do stuff in a way that makes me feel comfortable because I'm sitting in front of a computer right now. I'm boom, not boom, 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 boom. Yeah, only exactly. on my phone. Um, and my hope is that more of these services recognize that I would love to be able to do Periscope while I'm sitting at my desk without having to be stuck saying, okay, I gotta hold up my phone. Here we go, onward, yeah. onward, okay, okay. Exactly. And then, then that person can watch it on the web as well, right. which is nice. So anyhow, let's talk quickly quickly about Zuckerberg. Details how artificial intelligence will help show you the perfect news feed and the perfect 
Facebook posts. I think it, you know, the Facebook feed is terrible as it is because of their AI, but maybe it's because AI is not there yet. I don't know. I think Zuckerberg loves AI. I think Zuckerberg sees it as the future, but I think, you know, as Howard said yesterday, which no one's going to hear, uh, he referred back to the show that we talked about yesterday, no one's going to hear, um, X Machine, X Machine, uh, Machina kind of alludes to this. Tell us, Howard. Well, and that movie is very much, uh, it talks about the whole concept of the Turing test. And if you don't know what the Turing test is, um, the Turing test says this. If a person interacts with a machine in a certain number of ways and can't tell that it's a machine, then that machine has passed the Turing test for artificial intelligence. As in, you can ask it a question or it can ask you a question and you can have a conversation back and forth. So the idea behind it is if you... Um, in, in the movie, it's, you know you're talking to a machine, will you feel emotions towards that machine, and will you actually be convinced that you should, like, create an, an alliance with the machine? And what I think is very interesting is, Zuck's degree is in psychology, and as much as he is very much into this, like, hey, if I want someone to have a better day, can my newsfeed of Facebook, can it do that? Can it sense that the things that I'm posting are a little bit down? And can it show me more up things? Can it make sure like, hey, this person's always up, but this post is down. So we need to give that post a little extra em emphasis so that people come to their rescue. Like, and they get in trouble for that. And they do. And you know what? Those are the kinds of things where there are experiments. And there was a story that we covered a few months back that talked about the psychological experiments that they were performing without telling people on Facebook. Like, hey, we're going to up up certain posts because they're depressing. And we're going to down other posts. Like, yes, they do. They have to mess with real data to do it. And uh, this is a really great article. It kind of gets you in his head a little bit. And uh, it's a frightening place. Don't get me wrong. But uh, yeah, exactly, it's, uh, it's certainly... If you trust or not trust Facebook, understanding what its founder sees as its central mission may help guide you to your experience on Facebook. To understand, like, look, the reason why I used to be able to adjust different people in the newsfeed, more or less, but those controls have gone away, is because Facebook's saying, we'll get that for you. We'll make the adjustments for you. We got this, you. we got this. We got yeah, this. Yeah. And that's a very Apple thing to do, where Apple says, look, we'll handle it for you. We'll make the experience exactly what you want, even though you haven't told us what you want. Um, and some people, it works. And for a lot of people, that's really great. And maybe Facebook's saying, look, 5 to 10% of the people want the control. Everybody else just wants us to do it for them. So let's or do don't, it or don't, or don't know about the control in the right. first place. Right, or they don't place. even care yeah. about the yeah, control. Absolutely. Well, anyhow, you know, some... But I think, you know, our, our next sponsor who gives us gives developers and desires control and is a great managed WordPress hosting platform is Flywheel. Howard, tell us about Flywheel. Well, Flywheel, it's built specifically for designers, creative agencies, web developers to do WordPress hosting. They make it simple for us to build, launch, and manage our client sites with their own custom-built dashboard that they made from the ground up. It is designed for modern web developers who need WordPress. They do nightly backups, they have great load times, their security is designed for WordPress, and they have a great support team that, that has people on it that are WordPress developers. They so know what they're doing. You. 
Actually they will help. actually help you in troubleshoot and say, hey, this per- we know that there's an issue with this particular plugin. You're going to have to do X, Y, and Z. Why? Because they support thousands of designers across the world launch projects using Flywheel, their WordPress hosting platform. They help them every single day. WordPress-specific support is something that you typically can't get with other hosting companies. So uh, please check them out. Go to our link in the show notes so that they know that they came from us. And, you know, give them a shot. Maybe uh, if you develop WordPress sites, maybe do a test project over there. See how that goes. And then you'll move everything over there. Exactly. So, Howard, how ADD are you? Um, I'm pretty ADD with some control. With some control, exactly. I'm ADD all around. And there's this new app out there. And since our last week, I did try it out. It's called Minute. It's a video watching app for the ADD generation. That's how they build themselves pretty yes. much. Well, essentially what it is, it gets to the point. It's, TLD, it's TLDR, too long didn't read, TLD, TLDW, too long didn't watch. So it actually cuts to the point of these videos. And if you want to watch the full video, you can click through and say, that's interesting, I want to see the rest of it. But it gets to the point of these gadget, like, you know, press releases right. and stuff. It says, this is what it's all about. It finds it and it, it says, here's, here's the gist. Here's, the, here's, what's, here's what's viral. Here's what you need to know. If you want to watch more, you can watch more. If you want to move on, swipe to the left, swipe to the right. It's almost like Tinder for right, one minute for viral clips. videos. <laughs> it, I think it's pretty clever. I don't really know how they're going to monetize, but I think it's it's a neat little app. I well, say go download it, and it launched for Android first. Very nice. Well, and that, as I said, as I said yesterday, the fact that it launched for Android for, first means they aren't going to be making any money. So onward we go. <laughs> so Facebook changed their logo. And nobody noticed. Nope. Except for the press. Except for the press. And they made it a big, 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 big story. They left, they left the F and they changed the rest of the, of the words. Yes. And well, they made it more boring. The What's interesting is the F in the little box logo is effectively identical. The actual font is slightly different, but in that little box, you don't notice that difference. It's the differences are actually slightly outside of the box. Um, but... What, outside I, the box. It, <laughs> outside the box. But I actually think that the font that they had before was actually a very unique Facebook font. And we had kind of known that. And what they changed it to, it doesn't make that much it's of a Helvetica, change. Almost. What I actually want to tack yeah. onto this is, because this happened uh, since, and this is another thing the press noticed, Facebook also changed their, um, their kind of like when you're looking at your friends, the icon that had like yeah. the man and the woman. Well, the woman used to be a little bit smaller and shorter. And now what they did was they flipped it so it's not man, woman. It's now woman, man, and they're both the same height. And subtle so the psychology is very subtle that says equality. And that's pretty – I have to say of all the things that that's they changed, cool. that's, that's the thing cool. that I look at and I go, you know what? That is how you do a subtle design change, something very, very simple that puts people in the mindset that isn't men over women. That's we are equal. They also had to turn your avatar to the rainbow flag. Correct. And that was an official app, which I thought was pretty cool as well. Anyhow, Snapchat no longer requires you to hold your finger on your screen to view the snaps, which is good. Yes. But still, you shouldn't snap your junk. 
That's right. The thing that's interesting about this is the whole purpose of the you have to hold your finger down is so that you couldn't create screenshots of the snaps. So in order to if you're holding your finger down, you then have to do multiple hands and you, it's it's really hard to get a screenshot with that. So taking mm-hmm. it off, it's kind of giving people taking it off. Yeah, exactly. So being able to just <laughs> tap and then watch the thing from a user standpoint, that's so much better. But Absolutely. what it really emphasizes is if you are going to put naughty pictures of yourself on the internet, it's going to be there. It's going to – people are going to share it. You should not put pictures – like, look. Especially if your last name is Wiener. Right. If your last name is Wiener, don't put a picture of your junk. Don't snap your junk. It is very clear you don't want to um, – it's just not smart. It's not good. Don't do that. Just remember. Don't. Just, 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 just don't. Just, just don't. Just don't. And, and anybody who says to me, hey, I put this thing on the internet, but don't worry, it will disappear after a day, <laughs> clearly doesn't understand how the internet works, which is a piece of information goes from here and spreads. It's like a permanent marker. It it's like a permanent marker. Exactly. On a piece of paper. So no question there. Yes. That's, but one thing that is wonderful and hopefully is permanent, very bad segue, but it's late in the afternoon. Oh, God. That was terrible. That was Anyhow, not a good segue. Tell us about Zoho Mail. I'll have to take a drink of your water. Zoho Mail, um, <laughs> they've been sponsoring phillytech.org. It is professional email designed for business. It is business class features, business class security, as well as the convenience of web-based, as well as mobile interface. <laughs> um, Zoho Mail, it's kind of like, imagine if you could run your own Gmail server, but not have to have Gmail ads or anything like that. You get all these great features Except now you get a free ad-free account for 10 users in your organization. 10. 10. Not one, not three, but 10. And And it's free. And it's free. Now, it is a paid service. And Zoho Mail, when you price it against uh, Google Apps, Office 365, any of these other mail platforms, is right there. It is a very cost-effective choice. The fact that you can try it with your organization, work through it, you're a small business, this is a great way to work. And if you're a small business under 10 users, you never have to pay. It's just there. Um, Zoho Mail, it's pretty awesome. Zoho is a company. They do some really awesome web stuff. Oh, yeah. um, so there's lots of CRM, other stuff. There's CRM, there's sites. Database, it's incredible. Unbelievable stuff. Uh, some marketing automation, some really just awesome, awesome stuff. Mm-hmm. So please go click on the link to Zoho Mail. Check them out. Uh, click on the link in our show notes and uh, let them know that you heard about us or heard about them through us to them from us. To them. Whatever. Yeah. So, Seth, what is your pick this week or picks? I have two. First off, Medium, the Ev Williams of Twitter fame's um, news platform is now finally out for Android, which is nice because I actually read Medium now more often because it's on Android and I can pick it up, read it a little bit, TLDR the rest of it, and move on. But I like it. It's on, it's on Android now. It doesn't have all the features that iOS has yet, but it will. My main pick of the week is called Fuse, F-E-W-S. It's a news aggregator, another one of them. Um, pretty much the thing that sets it apart is that you can listen to the news with a wonderful Android or iOS robotic voice. But it's interesting because it will go through the news. You can make a playlist of the news, and it will actually like read it to you in that horrible voice. As you drive and try not to right. get into a car accident because it's fall, falling asleep to the monotone voice. Granted, voice voice speech is getting better. It will get better. It's new. Try it out. It's Fuse News Aggregator for iOS and Android. What do you have for us, Howard? Well, my pick is actually, um, it's two picks. 
So, and the two picks are this. And they work um, together. And they work together. I think I've done a pick before, which is If This Then That, which is a great IFTTT. service. IFTTT. Um, and the whole point of If This Then That is you create these recipes by saying, hey, when something happens over here, do something with it and send it over here. Oh, it's brilliant. And, and it's, it's really, free. And it's free. It's a, it's a really, really great service. Um, again, this is one of those very, very cool things that web technology enables. Well, the pick that I have is using If This Then That with your to-do list. And I use the app Todoist, which again, it's cross-platform. It is iOS, it is Android, it is web-based, it is Windows, it is Mac. It is an everywhere kind of uh, to-do list, which I, I really, really love. There's browser extensions, there's menu, it, it just works everywhere. So now I can create recipes that make to-do items show up. So for example, and I used, I talked about this before, but I think this is one of my favorites. When someone follows me on Twitter, I'd like to know about it. Now, I get way too much email, so I turned off the email messages that say this person's following you on Twitter, mostly because I, I got them constantly. Well, there are lots of people that will follow you on Twitter, and then they have a service that follows a person and then unfollows them six hours later or a day later or whatever time period that is, because what they're trying to do is to get you to follow back, and then they'll unfollow you. This, this way they can get hundreds and thousands of followers, um, actually thousands and hundreds of thousands of followers, just by doing the I'll follow you, you follow me back, and we're fine. So what I have set up with Todoist is a recipe that delays the notification. Mm -hmm. So when someone follows me on Twitter, it creates a to-do for two days from now. So then I look at their Twitter profile and I see what's there. Um, and it shows me, hey, this is their Twitter profile. They have this many followers, go check them out. And if they're there two days later, chances are they're not using one of those follow, follow back services because I'll I'll been gone later. Because when I go to my Twitter profile and I look at who's following me, if I see a to-do and that person's not following me, I check off the to-do and say, guess I don't have to do that. But it gives me that little bit of time. It's a little notification. It's a um, it's a to-do that says, go look at this person's profile. I can look at it on mobile. I can look at it wherever. I'm not stuck to, I got an email, and then I got to do this. I can actually use it like my to-do list. Um, mm -hmm. I love that I can make recipes this way. Um, there's so many different things that you can do uh, with if it. This and that is amazing. Yeah, it, it's amazing. But I just love how it integrates with my to-do list in ways that aren't just, hey, here's an email. It's a, no, here's a to-do for next week or for next month. Whatever you can do in Todoist, you can tell mm -hmm. it as part of the recipe. It's pretty great. It's brilliant. So anyhow, we want to hear from you. Email us at info at phillytech.org. That's info at phillytech.org. Tweet us at phillytech underscore org. Or call us at 908-758-3248 and let us know what that means actually in letters. The letters translate to something, which I believe, I believe it says tech in there somewhere. Tech Philly. or Philly Tech, or I don't know. Anyhow, and there was a voicemail. We'd love to hear from you guys. We'll play your voicemail on the show as long as it's clean. Yeah. And um, and you don't send, send the snaps of your junk. Yes. So, And it's been great, Howard. Fourth time is a charm. It always. Well, f no, two and two halves. So it's three, three, third yep. time is a charm technically. But, you Close know. enough. Close enough, but, you know, it's been great. See you guys next week, hopefully with Jody, and then we'll see Howard the following week. And onward. Yeah. Onward and upward. All right. Take Whoa. care. Woo. <laughs> All right. We're out.